Yo, so the time right now is seven. Oh, not seven, fam. It's five fifty-five, bro. It's dark as hell outside. In the UK, it starts to get darker, like four o'clock. It's crazy. Um, I just got back from the studio um, where we were filming one of the freestyles that um, I want to put out, and um, yeah, it looks kind of. It looks. It's a whole different, whole different vibe from anything I've ever done. It's kind of more of a music video than a freestyle because we just it was it was kind of like a one take type thing, and um, it's the this is the progress of um, the bedroom freestyles just like recording a whole it's kind of like a song, but more just like I have something to say so I'm just gonna put it out you understand this is just gonna be a YouTube type thing, and yeah we went to the studio to film it and yeah I'm just getting back and. I was going to go and just start writing because I missed it this morning. Um, but I thought, you know, as I said um, every single week, the last episode of this podcast came out last week, probably that Tuesday as well because it's late. So I'm now starting to put new episodes out on Tuesday. Whether it's planned, I don't know. Probably not planned. I just do it. But, you know, that's how it is. It's how it is. Um... Talk about what happened this week. This week was another week of learning, bro. Like, I guess, and I feel like what I've learned this week is going to be the stuff that is going to level up. Not really level up, but like, just be the building blocks of my whole career. Let me tell you about what happened this week here. Um, so, this week, uh, two things. Uh, I'm not going to say everything that happened in chronological order. I'm going to tell you everything that happened of significance but not in chronological order it's just in a way that it's in my head right so i apologize if this doesn't make sense it's just me speaking out um so two bits that like were the highlights of my week um firstly i went to see whiskey at the o2 fam that blew my mind it's one of them things yeah where like you can imagine stuff and then you go and see it for yourself right when i was coming up like when i started this whole music thing and I first got the invite to go to a concert, right? I made the promise to myself, well, firstly, because I wasn't able to go and I missed like three concerts when I was starting off in this music thing. So then I was just like, you know, seeing as I've not been to a concert yet, I'm not going to go to any concerts until I have performed to like concert level. You understand? I'm talking like a thousand people. So that was that my spurring thing to... A, to make me like manifest that first thousand people I'll perform to and I probably didn't tell you but I opened for RD um, in Bath I opened for RD in Bath and that was like two and a half thousand people in freshers so that was me saying that alright sick I've performed this I've beat this landmark I've meet this landmark let me just go and see what's next you understand so in my head uh, I've written down a couple goals for like the next two years, three years. And one of them is selling out the old two, right? So, bruv, I, I turned up to this thing, not really seen, I've never seen the inside of the old two, you understand? And I know this thing sits like 40K people. It sits about 40,000 people. So, man just turned up. I saw the arena. First thing I did when I saw the arena is I took a, a video. I was like, yo, Give me two, three years. It was a lot bigger than I thought, firstly. Because I thought, I, well, firstly, I, I thought 30, 40K people was quite small because 
when I'm coming, I'm coming from the internet world, right? And without, not really to brag, but like what stats show is that online I've got like half a million followers. You understand? I really don't think that like these are like active followers. It's just people that liked one thing that I've done at one point. You understand? I don't think that they're following me just for me. You understand? But, um, so when it said like 40,000 people, I didn't really think it's that much. I knew it was quite a big thing, but not that much. So put it into perspective and this building is big, bro. So when I saw it, I just took a video. I was like, yo, give me three years. I will sell this out. And it was one thing to see it at the start when it was kind of empty because we got there like eight o'clock and people were just coming in. And um, fam, when the thing got full, when Wizkid came out, the whole thing, fam, I have videos. I have videos. I t instead of instead of listening to Wizkid, I was just there like manifesting, just looking at everybody. They did this thing where like, they got people to use their like, their phone flash and the way it just lit up the room. I was just imagining being on that stage and it was just, it was just like a magical thing, bro. That for me, for me, that it was that, it was just that kid in me that started this whole thing. Like that was just looking like flipping out, bro. Like there's really 40,000 humans. And it's not that this brother sold it out just once. Man sold it out for three nights and he brought out uh, Skepta, he brought out uh, Chris Brown, he brought out bare people. And it was just me just like, that's gonna be me one day. And it, it was not just the fact that like, it's now I've lived it and I've seen what the next like thing is. That is just, it's just giving me that hunger to get there, you understand? And I was like, so everything, everything that I liked about the set, I took a video of it just so I can save it in my bank. And we'll come back in three years. I, I mean, I hopefully I will still be like making this podcast in three years and we'll see what happens. Hopefully I can come back to, what is today's date? 30th of November and be like, yo, I called this and it happened. Go listen to my podcast on the 30th of November. You understand? So yeah, um, that was the first thing that happened. And I'm so glad that I, I got the chance to see that. And secondly, I was being put in studio sessions and I met this guy, um, Owen Cutts. And Owen Cutts was basically the one that did um, Stormzy's song with her on his recent album. And it was quite a big thing, like... Um, Personally, I find it quite hard to work in front of other people um, and write in front of other people because I feel like making music, especially me, like I like my lyrics and I feel like it's a very personal thing. So I end up, how some of my other studio sessions have gone is I will write a verse, a first verse and a hook or get the flow down and show it to the producer. Then I'll go home, finish off the song and come back and record it, you understand? But in this studio session, firstly, because this guy was such a big, like, it's such a big figure in music. Like, man was there with his plaque with Stormzy. Man was talking about how he was, like, literally just working with Retch Free 2. And the other day, like, he's doing, like, a couple songs on Stormzy's new album. And, like, man was just said he's got a couple songs on Koji Radical's new album. So, like, me being new in the industry, I was quite intimidated. I won't lie. Like, it was not because, like, of his figure like the person he is I don't get intimidated like by a person's figure it's just by like somebody that is something that I want to be or like has all these accolades around them you understand so like when it came to like because I I feel like I have to live up to something you understand and I was talking to him about um as fam my brain is going down another route let me let me bring it back um so like 
yeah, he's done all these sick, sick things. So like he um, was playing a couple of beats and there were a couple of beats that I thought, you know, I, I go on feeling, right? So when um, he played the first beat, it, it took a, it took, it took me like every, every, not everything inside, but like, just like, I had to be like, tell myself like, yo, you deserve to be here. Tell him next song, next song. And we did find a couple beats. And when we found a couple songs that we wanted to go with, I went to write to this song. I wrote like three, four, because say like I'm intimidated by this brother. I'm trying to, I'm intimidated in the form like, yo, this guy's working with all these sick people. I need to put my A game, you understand? And when you're forcing yourself to put your A game, that's when like you get to in your head, you understand? So I wrote like three, four verses trying to go in too deep, you understand? And I just caught myself out, you understand? So like I asked for the next song, I did the same, wrote three, four verses. It was that mixed with the thing where it's like, I don't like working in front of other people, you understand? I like to be on my ones, and make my music personal because my music is very personal. It's like a part of me and the art, you understand? So um, I, that session, I'm so great. I'm so glad that the brother was just like, oh, um, you know, you don't have to write something in this session. Like he was talking about how other people write and he was saying that like Red Free 2, how he writes, he like um, would let the beat play and kind of just like, get verses down like get like a couple lines down on the mic and let the verse play think mumble get a couple like lines down and um koji radical will do like a couple lines as well but he'll write it on his phone and then come and wrap it into the um the producer's ear and then go back record it or go back if it's not good come and wrap it to the um, producer's ear until he gets a certain feedback, you understand? And then Stormzy, how he does is man will get a beat, mumble to himself, get like a flow down, record it on his phone, um, then be like, all right, cool, put that in the bank. Man doesn't, Stormzy as well doesn't write in a in a studio, kind of like me. If you want to put the comparisons together, but anyway, anyway, I digress. Um, I'm just trying to say that like, um, after that happened, he was just like, oh, you know, you don't have to write in a studio. You have to do what's best for you because at the end of the day, like, we're just trying to make art. You understand? We're trying to make art and art takes time. Different people have their own different processes and it's only in your process that you're going to make your best work. You understand? So then it was just a thing of, cool, let's talk. Well, from on my side, because I was just talking to him and... The thing about Owen Cuts that I rate so much is because he was the only one that like pioneered his field in the UK. So his bit, his field is like um like soul hip hop, right? So man is like the chop king. Like listen to his beats and it's it's crazy. Like he's working on a couple songs in um Stormzy's new album and it's actually his beats are insane. His beats are insane. So um he was telling me about his whole journey and like the fact that he is um, very different from every other producer in the UK and the fact that he doesn't really do drill like that. Like he is focusing on the thing that he um, does best and trying to do it to his best, the best of his ability. And I rate that so much because he was saying like all these other producers who when Notes and like Jay Huss and all of them were flying and they were getting their numbers, like 
they only wanted to work with all the J5s and all the other producers, you understand? But nobody really wanted to work with him. But he didn't switch lanes and try to start making those type of beats. He stayed to what was real to him. And now he's got like a record which is bigger than all of them, like all of their records, you understand? So he was just giving me that like, because my sound, I, I did somewhere, you understand? Which is like a drill tune. But I'm not a drill rapper. I'm trying to pioneer something which is like, not many people are doing lyrics these days, you understand? Not many people are focusing on just the music. They're just trying to be something else. I'm trying to put out some art, you understand? So he was saying, just stick to that. And I was talking to him about like the whole 18 thing and like the journey and how I feel like, uh, say say the whole thing is like a 10,000 hours thing. I feel like I'm fully on like my 4,000 hours, you understand? But in my 4,000 hours and because the way social media works, it's put like 18 on this spotlight. And that's another big thing that's happened to in this week. Like 18 reached 10 million streams, which is insane. And um, I didn't really celebrate it that much because firstly, I saw it coming. And secondly, I kind of feel detached from 18. Although I created 18, I feel like 18 is not like a representation. Like all 18 has given me is not a representation of where I feel that I am at. And he was saying that like, like I'd really, I was talking to better people this week. Like I was talking about the fact that like, although I've got all this clout and like I've got the blue tick and I've got like half a million followers and I've got it on FIFA, all of this, I feel like I don't, I'm not there yet. You understand? I'm not that artist that is there yet. And I, I have a long way to go. Like I'm, I'm in my 3000 hours. Mastery comes in like 10,000 hours and I'm just trying to put in my hours, you understand? And hoping at the end, knowing at the end, I will sell out the O2 and all of that. And all of the good things comes at the end. But like, when it comes here and people have this image of you, it's very hard for you to fail. And that's where I'm at. So like, this is why I write so much during the week, but not any of, like hardly any of it will come out because I feel like it's not at that level which people expect of me. You understand? Your man was just saying that, yo, like you're still early on in your journey. Like you need to fail. Like you need to be friends with failure. And that was something that is like, that although I've heard it, I, I didn't really like deep it like that. Like he was like, you need to fail to win. All the good stuff that you see and like even 18, like because I've forgotten the process I was in when I made 18 and like every single song you make, you're in a different mind space. You're in a different place. You're in a different mind space when you made that song. You can't recreate that. So I'd forgotten that like when I'd made 18, I I didn't rate it as much as everybody else has rated it. Then I put it out and it did like, like bare people, a lot of people that were sharing it weren't the people that normally shared my stuff. And the only way to do that is being willing to fail. Like there was a point, like when you're, when you're starting off here, when you're starting off in this music thing, it's so easy to fail because there's less people watching you, right? And then when you get bigger and bigger and bigger, it's so much harder to fail because it's like, fam, how did I forget that? And that was just something that, that I, I just got like reiterated, you understand? And told just that Owen told me and it was just like fair, you understand? It's something I need to do. And I've just started making like, in my journal this this week, I was just like, yo, I need to fail. Like 
not in a not in like I am going to look for ways to actively fail, but just doing things that I feel like I'll put out this verse if I feel like even if I feel like it's not my best verse. If it fails, then I've failed, so I'm not overplaying it in my head. You understand? All at the end of the day that you really need to do is put in the work, right? And if you're putting in the work, firstly people see that you're putting in the work. Say a verse is bad. You know I've got I've got things which are good which can change people's opinions if it gets to that. If people's opinions ain't gonna change, they ain't gonna change. That's it. You understand? So that is one thing that I've learned this week. And that just gives you that just brings about the truest form of yourself. And then you can just focus on making your art because fam, like what is the point in trying to be something or do do something like someone else? You can only speak what's true to you at the moment in time. You understand? So that is one thing that I've learned and I've overspoken, bro. I haven't even told you anything else that's happened this week, but this week has been more of a week where I've just like chilled on trying to do everything. You understand? Not do everything. Like, you understand? Like, oh, you're on TikTok, so you have to post TikTok, do this, do that, do that. I'm just trying to do what's real to me because at the end of the day, that's the way that I make my real music. You understand? I'm not thinking about like, I'm done thinking about all the, if this post is going to do all the likes. You understand? If this post is, if this story is going to do that, I'm done, bruv. Like, I can't be asked, bruv. You understand? Like, I'm an artist. I came into this whole thing to get into the music industry. I've gotten into the music industry now. Like, I've got the song in FIFA. I've got all of this. You understand? Like, end of the day, I've got an audience who are willing to listen to me. Part of those are the people listening to this now. You understand? Like, they just want to see music and I just want to make the music burn everything else. Like, that, that is what it is. You understand? Like, that is what I want to do. And um, that is what this week has started being. If I want to post on TikTok today, I will post on TikTok. If I have a verse that I think is one of the a very good verse, I will post on Instagram. I'll be posting um, on my, all of it. Like, that is what is on. But sometimes I just need, like, to go away from social media, look into myself and see, like, what I need to speak about. Look into, like, the public and see what other people need to hear. Like, what's his name? Um, Virgin Abloh just died, like... I thought I need to remind people that the fact that life is short. So today I dropped like a little thing with um, a Vici song where he was singing like, leave this world behind. That one <laughs> just doesn't sound like that, but like hoping that people get the message. If they don't, if it doesn't do the views, sick. You understand? We move to the next one. You understand? I know that if I want to do something that gets the views, I will be able to do that. But right now I'm trying to give value instead of, getting views you understand so i said you understand so many times <laughs> um yeah that's one thing that's one thing as well that like i need to talk about fam i have to talk about the fact that Red free 2 is one of the best lyricists in the uk right he's one of the best in the uk and um i was talking to owen cuts yesterday about it and he was talking about the fact that Red Free 2, he, he works with two of my favorite artists, Stormzy and Red Free 2. Red Free 2 doesn't really care about all the accolades and all of that. He just, he is just like this guy about like looking forward to understanding music and making the best art. While Stormzy, although he is looking to make the best art in his own form, he is the most competitive person. Like if he was playing a board game with you, he has to win that. 
You understand? Which is why Stormzy has sold out Glastonbury and done everything that he's done. Whilst Red 3 2, although he has his own fan base and he's doing well for himself, he's not doing as well as Stormzy. And that is one thing that I'm keeping in mind. Like, even though I want to be, I want to be a mix of both. You understand? I want to find out and understand music and make the best music where people are like, damn, how did he say that? Like, how is he putting all these words together in such a way? But I also want to sell out Glastonbury, you understand? And I want to headline Glastonbury and all of that, you understand? I want to be the best of both. And he was saying that it's just something that was sick to know that, like, if you will it to happen, then it's going to happen, you understand? Like, although Stormzy's not the best lyricist in the UK, he's the one that's gone the furthest because of his competitive spirit. And it was just something that I feel like other people need to know, yeah. But um, I've gone over time. Sometimes I go under time, sometimes I go over time. But this week, there was bad to talk about. Better to get out of my head. But yeah, that's what this week's podcast is. I will see you next time. I'm about to go and do some writing. Peace.